Welcome, everyone, to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. Uh, I am your host, Larry. I am your other host, Justin. Uh, Justin, I think we can both agree we're tired. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Different reasons, different uh, causes, mm-hmm. but we are here. And after last week, I'm not sure if it was in the actual show or if it was in the post show for the patrons only, you told me that you had feelings about Donnie Darko. Yes, I did, and do. <laughs> and so I am I am excited to get into that in a little bit, but first, uh, I want to dive into what's been new, and I went first last time, so you can go first. Okay, Um, I had a very... This is going to seem like a woe is me kind of week, <laughs> uh, but I, I when it's your job, it is very stressful. Um, it is different. Yes, I got... St- I've been playing a bunch of games that uh, I had to basically rush through to get done in time that I didn't get until the last minute. So it's been like fucking, I've been staying up way too fucking late and Mm -hmm. doing just like a bunch of shit that I really, my old man body cannot handle anymore. (laughs) Uh, Like three hour sleeps kind of all week trying to get some stuff done. I feel that. But I have been playing. I made a little list. Um, I did a little bit of Mortal Kombat 1 just to like enjoy myself um, yep. I think I talked about that last week um, I've mm-hmm. played some stuff that I can't talk about just like well I can okay. but I just played like an hour of this and that just to get like some videos for like the yeah. marketing thing um, I played a lot of this VR game called Hell Sweeper it's a really shitty VR game and probably one of the worst games I've played on VR um, <laughs> I don't want to waste any more okay. time with it Um <laughs> And then I've also been playing the new Cyberpunk DLC, which I got a day and a half before the embargo lifted. There's DLC for Cyberpunk? Uh, yes, actually, and it came with, like, a huge update that, like, completely changed the game. Oh. Like, the base game. In a good game. way or a bad way? A good way, a really good way. It changed, like, the a lot of the systems in the game, like, completely revamped the entire thing. Um, it's enjoyable now. Uh, Less empty. I know when Devin tried to play it, it, it worked fine on the PS4 Pro. Oh, well, that was, was that was the empty. problem. You got if you so this update is only next gen, and okay. and PC. Uh, but yeah, they like completely changed like a lot of that stuff. It's it's it, it is okay. a lot better now. Um, on honestly, I've been just playing games way too late. Some stuff I can't talk about, but I'm looking okay. forward to next week when I think I have no I have some stuff I have to do next week that we've talked about already um yep yeah like I have to fuck I'm gonna have to be outside until like midnight next week and then drive home for like two hours I'm not looking forward to that <laughs> um anyways enough of me rambling other than that I've just been watching uh what's that show super superstore it's okay it's kind of like a put on and do other stuff in the background uh, sure, show. I know those. Yeah. And then just really getting into late nineties metal mixes on Spotify. That's about it. Okay. What about yourself? Uh, so for TV, I finished master chef this afternoon. Um, the oh, new nice. season, the person I wanted to win one after the front runner kind of fumbled at the very end. Speaking of Master Chef, do you watch uh, yeah. Lego Masters? Yes, it is mine and Devin's like favorite show ever. It is so pure and it's so awesome, and every episode is just 
I love that show. Why do you ask? Um, I I had to turn down the opportunity just because a couple of places I write for weren't interested. I had the opportunity to interview the winners of last season. I had to turn it down. Really? Yeah, because they're from Canada. Yeah, 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 yeah. The like mother and son duo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I had to turn it down. I was kind of bummed out about that, but that stinks. I love that show. It's like. Yes, it is like reality competition, but it's just so well, like, it's like lighthearted. light-hearted. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's not like a bunch of shitty people doing bad things. Yeah. I will say I'm getting excited because next week, not only does Kitchen Nightmares come back, but so does Hell's Kitchen. Oh, lovely. <laughs> I, I, I love me some Gordon yelling at people. I used to watch Hell's Kitchen a lot, but I, I feel like I haven't actually seen it in a long, long time. Hey, you can start with me next week. We can we can each take half the half the each of the, pick a color squad and see who wins at the end. But I, that show stresses me out because <laughs> I know how I get when like people like comment on my cooking while I'm cooking. I'm just like, nah, fuck it, fuck this. <laughs> All right, so movies. I watched Jason Takes Manhattan. Okay, uh, that will be oh, yeah, our next guess. special for Friday, thirteenth, coming up in October. I watched Donnie Darko. Yep. Um, which we'll be reviewing here in a second. And then I watched Dune Part 1. It was the first time I had actually watched it the whole way through. Um, my good friend Kyle, he's actually been on the show with us before. He moved to South Carolina recently and in order for us to kind of stay in touch with each other and kind of keep things going. We're watching movies and playing games on Tuesday nights. So Nice, nice. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, games, I played a little bit of FF8. I'm still waiting for some of those cars to drop, but I've... Honestly, it's been too busy to deal with it. For books, I can't talk about the current book I'm reading. Um, but I did finish Interview with the Vampire. I like the movie more than the book. I'll just put it out there. And then I finished Fourth Wing, which is the next book for book club um, that we have. It's uh, it's horny Harry Potter with a right. little bit of Aragon sprinkled in. Right, I forgot you told me about this. Yes. I actually really liked it. I can't spoil it because some people who listen, who attend that book club listen to our show, so I can't is go it like it real? Is it like real horny? Uh, it starts out like CW horny. No, that's not horny. And then around chapter 30, it gets like late night HBO horny. Nice. I'm yeah, in. It, was, it <laughs> flips a page. And I, I'll be very honest, like it read super fast and i see why people like i we had to buy it because the line at the library was like 600 people were waiting on like 150 copies like it's super popular yeah and so i was like then we'll just buy it on kindle and i said i'll I'll read it first you should have asked me i have credits on audible oh you have to read it though right well you don't have to read it i just prefer reading it i like reading books for the first time but honestly, I would love it if you listened to it and gave me your thoughts on it. I think you, I think you dig it. Fourth wing, right? Fourth wing, yeah. I'll download it right now. And I would love to hear your thoughts on because, like, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. This is like the last book for like the first time through, and I think it might be the best one. I'm super. I was super impressed. I'll leave it at that before I get yelled at by the P and Ultric for talking about book club outside of book club. It's like Fight Club. Uh, and then I started uh, the fifth book in the Artemis Fowl series. Nice. And then the only other kind of thing I want to mention is the Miami Dolphins are 2-0, and um, which is awesome. I'm loving that. It's downloading MJF. right now. <laughs> cool. I can't wait. Dude, you're going to love it. 
MJF is still the world champion after beating Samoa Joe last night. And I started a part-time job um, last week. And I can tell you now that I, I do not know how Justin does it. <laughs> Welcome to the fold. <laughs> and with that, Justin, I know I'm kicking this motherfucker off with a little bit of uh, Mad World. So let's dive in to Donnie Darko. synopsis or we do the background and then let's talk about our experience with this movie before okay our review okay so donnie darko is a 2001 american sci-fi psychological thriller film written and directed by richard kelly um he really hasn't done too other too many other things of note he did southland tales in the box southland tales is amazing holy shit really? really he did that movie yeah Wow. Okay, yes, you should watch Southland Hills. It's really fucking weird. What's it about? Um I don't know how to describe Southland Hills. Um, okay, I'll just I'll just add it to my list and I'll watch it. Okay. I, I trust you enough to do that. It's, it's not great, but it's it's fucking weird and like it'll stick okay. with you for a long time. We're reviewing Donnie Darko. Yeah, well. The film stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jenna Malone, and Patrick Swayze. So Jake Gyllenhaal plays Donnie, but he has also been in movies such as The Day After Tomorrow, Brokeback Mountain, Zodiac, Nightcrawler, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Ambulance. Maggie Gyllenhaal, who is Jake's real-life older sister, is also his older sister in this movie, and she has been in movies such as The Dark Knight, Mona Lisa Smile, and Won't Back Down. Was she in... Um. Uh, no, never mind. She doesn't play Samantha Darko in the sequel. Sorry. No, it's it's the younger sister. We'll we'll get into that okay. later. Uh, Jenna Malone plays Donnie's girlfriend, and other products of hers include Stepmom, that Julia Roberts rom com movie mm-hmm. I mentioned a few weeks back, uh, Contact, Pride and Prejudice, Sucker Punch, and The Hunger Games. I could be wrong, and I was hoping you would correct me if I was, but I think this is the first time we have even talked about Patrick Swayze on this podcast. 
I believe so. I don't think we've done anything, yeah. Uh, but everyone knows him from classics such as Roadhouse, Ghost, and most obviously, Dirty Dancing. Development began in 1997 when Kelly graduated from film school and started writing scripts. He insisted on directing this film himself and struggled to secure backing from producers until 2000 when Pandora Cinema and Drew Barrymore's Flower Films agreed to produce it on a $4.5 million budget. Filming took 28 days in the summer of 2000, mostly in California. The soundtrack features a cover of Mad World by Tears for Fears and American musicians Gary Jules, sorry, by American musicians Gary Jules and Michael Andrews, which went to number one on the UK singles chart for three weeks. Donnie Darko premiered at Sundance in 2001 and had a very limited theatrical run in October of the same year. Justin, why do you think that this movie would have a limited and poor original release? Uh, what? When was it? What was the date again? Sorry. Early October of 2001. Oh, September 11th. Correct. Yeah. It only grossed five hundred thousand dollars, but after multiple re-releases years later, it would gross over seven point five million. The film was adapted to the stage in two thousand and seven. It had a sequel, which follows Donnie's little sister S. Darko in two thousand nine, that Kelly had nothing to do with and disowns. And in twenty twenty one, Kelly said he is working on his own sequel. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen that sequel, by the way, S. Darko. No. It's fucking um, trash. Yeah, from what I was reading, it sounds like it was. And when I remember when that was coming out, that Kelly said, this is not, like, this isn't what I want. Yeah. And so, like, in a movie this weird, you want the same guy helming the ship. Because God knows what permutations we get. We'll probably talk about it on Friday the 13th later. <laughs> <laughs> Trivia. At the rap party for the film, Seth Rogen and Jake Gyllenhaal agreed that they had no idea what the movie was about. Yeah, okay, I can see that for sure. Jake Gyllenhaal uses a strategy of rarely blink- blinking to enhance his psychotic creepiness as he is being driven by Frank. Filmed over a period of 28 days, which matches the amount of time that the film takes place. In the movie theater scene, Richard Kelly originally intended to have Donnie and Gretchen go to see Chud. However, there were problems with finding out who owned the rights to the movie. Sam Raimi came to the rescue, allowing Kelly to use and distort footage from Evil Dead free of charge. Oh, way to go, Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. I never want to hear anything bad about him. I'm. He if is anybody like, knows it, please don't tell me. Yeah, he's going to be the one person that I'm going to be like crushed yes between between evil dead and the og spider-man i i just don't need that yeah i agree early in the film when donnie is riding his bike home he passes frank's car which is traveling in the opposite direction this is the car that later kills gretchen prompting donnie to shoot frank in the right eye which donnie had previously stabbed through the water mirror And soon afterward, when time is reset and everybody wakes up to the Mad World song, Frank is wiping a tear away from his right eye. Hmm. Interesting. Jim Cunningham, Patrick Swayze's character, depicts drugs, alcohol, and premarital sex as instruments of fear. In the film, 
Donnie smokes a cigarette, drinks alcohol, and engages in premarital sex. The climax of the movie occurs after he surrenders to all three temptations. Frank says the world will end in 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds. That figure comes from adding or subtracting one from each part of the figure. 27 days, 7 hours, 43 minutes, 11 seconds, which is the precise length of one looter month by one of the less used definitions, side reel instead of the usual synodic. I'm not an astronomer. Okay. astronomer. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of stared off into the middle distance. A whole there. lot of words there, but I thought I would share that for people who are uh, big fans of the lunar cycle. Um, okay. Do you want to go first about your history with Donnie Darko, or do you want me to go first? I mean, it's it's entirely up to you. I'll go first since you did the back. You did the uh, what's about two first. Okay. When I was a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. I was on the speech and debate team, and my partner was a senior, and he was like an older brother to me. Uh, he kind of introduced me to Van Halen, which is kind of cool. He gave me a Van Halen belt buckle, okay. and I wanted to be like him. And when he was graduating, he was giving away some of his stuff, and he gave me Don Darko. Uh, I remember watching it and thinking it was the fucking coolest thing I'd ever seen because it was fucking weird. The soundtrack was just on point with the 80s like synth pop was just there for it it was spooky but it wasn't like too scary right it was like especially as like a freshman in high school and i just remember watching that movie over and over again all my friends fucking hated it it's the only thing i wanted to watch when we'd have sleepovers like everybody would like we would go into bed like hey let's go throw this on real quick and it'd be donnie darko on fucking dvd and I loved it. I don't think I watched it after my sophomore year of high school. Okay. I am fairly certain that this week was the first time I had watched that movie in like 15 years. Okay. So I'll leave it there. Um, I would have been your friend in this scenario where I knew people <laughs> who all they wanted to do was watch this stupid fucking movie. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this movie sucks. I hate it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This was like, to me, when I was growing up, this was the movie that all the ed- edgy kids, like, were obsessed with. I wanted with. to be an edgy kid, so that makes sense. I wanted to be the edgy kid. <laughs> they, the 4.0 the... <laughs> student wanted to be the edge lord. Well, I feel that. Okay. okay. But you, it was the movie me. that they were all obsessed with, and I yeah. just I thought it was just super pretentious and really stupid. Um, yeah, I had people obsessed with this movie. I knew people obsessed with this movie, and I would stop talking to them. Or at least think a lot less of them. Uh, yeah. Uh, so up until I was probably 22, uh, people were obsessed with this movie, and I despised it beyond all recognition. Um, and then I hadn't seen it since I... I have never watched this movie of my own volition. Okay. Um, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> and I will stop there. I, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to discuss it. So, the plot of this movie is really very simple. We're introduced to Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. He is a disturbed kid with a kind of a troubled past. He's trying to work through with a therapist. His family is, like, supportive, but they're not. It takes place in the late 80s. And basically, we know that Donnie is having, like, these sleepwalking fits 
So Donnie goes on a sleepwalking fit, and this engine from a plane that no one can spot has a engine <laughs> fall off of it and crash through his room. Time starts going along. Donnie's having these visions of Frank the Rabbit. He has this number written on his arm at 28, at <laughs> the lunar synodic cycle, whatever the fuck it was, on his arm. And he's going through life and these things are happening around him. His teacher gets fired for teaching him the wrong book. He falls in love with this girl who gets thrown over by Frank the Rabbit. He shoots Frank the Rabbit in the eye. He burns down the motivational speaker's house when it's discovered that he is a house full of child pornography. Um, all these things are kind of happening. And basically, after Donnie had been given a book on time travel by his science teacher, he realizes that he had somehow slipped a wormhole mm -hmm. and that he could reset time by putting himself back in his bedroom the night that the engine fell through the roof. So after the death of his girlfriend, after shooting and killing Frank, this wormhole vortex, whatever it is, Sucks him back in. He's back in his bedroom. Mad World's playing. It's super fucking cinematic. Okay. And the movie, and the movie ends with Donnie's mom and his girlfriend, who have never met, and the girlfriend didn't even really know who Donnie was because she joined school late, waving at each other. Yeah. I think that is the simplest way to summarize that very over-the-top movie. Yes. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right, so let's do plot. I feel like I'll be in the... Honestly, instead of doing pros and cons, I'll go a pro, you give a con. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think when I watched it as a kid, because of how controlling my parents were, I wanted to be that edgelord that you saw <laughs> people liking it. And I think that I liked how it was, like I mentioned, it was creepy. It had a great soundtrack. The acting, at least for me, was very cool. And I liked how it was just weird. Because I think about a lot of the movies that were coming out around that time. It was like the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Like, there wasn't like any movies that my friends were watching. Yeah. When was that? I was, I've been a freshman in, in high school. I graduated in 2009, so like 2005, 2006. Oh, it was when you were big, watching it, right? Not when it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not okay. when it came out. Yeah. So what? What came out around then, Justin? Two thousand five, two thousand six. Uh, uh, here I'll start with two thousand five. Um, okay. Dang. Okay. Um, Constantine, Star Wars Episode Three, Zathura, The Devil's Rejects, uh, I was Saw Two. <laughs> what? I wasn't allowed to watch Devil's Rejects. No. Uh, the Exorcism of Emily Rose, Corpse Bride. Okay. Uh, Advent so that, Children, so that, so, Hitchhiker's so how, how Guide to the Galaxy, Batman Begins, <laughs> King Kong. Okay, but, but how about 2006? 2006? Okay. And there's yeah. a lot of good fucking movies in 2005. Uh, 2006 yeah. is a little rough. Um, <laughs> here, let me go. Uh, 300, The Hills Have Eyes, Was there a Hatchet, Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Behind the Mask. Oh, fuck, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie, Leslie Vernon came out that year? Damn. Silent Hill, Final Destination 3. Uh, These are horror films, though. I, 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 I'm talking more movies more broadly. Okay. And for me, personally, I wasn't really... 
I really didn't start getting falling in love with the, the Oscars prestige? until I saw. I didn't see that then. Three hundred. That's a good one for Chris. Chris Renault. Oh, idiocracy. I, Sorry, I I'm just. Oh, oh, <laughs> you're good. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. I don't know what. I one knew that it. Is. I fucking knew it. Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean around the same time. Okay, so those movies are good. Like everything listed is good, but like I think this is probably the first movie that kind of scratched that A24 indie art house itch because it was just different. Its yeah. narrative style was different. What it was trying to do was different. The way the actors were interacting was just, it was just different. And I didn't know it at the time, but it was definitely something that I was interested in. So upon a rewatch, I was wondering if that would still feel the same. And honestly, I felt it was better. I felt like I appreciated a lot more what was happening better because I knew a lot of the twists along the way. I was able to pay attention to it. So I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Did you have any such revelation? Uh, no, I did not enjoy it myself. Um, <laughs> okay. I just, I honestly, I thought still to this day, I just think the plot itself is like very full of itself and it's, tr- okay. it like felt like it was trying to be complicated and it came off as kind of pretentious to me. Uh, and by kind mm-hmm. of, I mean, very pretentious to me. Um, I just like, Maybe. I wish something because the, the issue with time travel movies, uh, huh is where you start and where you end because of that reset i feel like i wasted my time because nothing happened because all the all the like i would say interesting but i don't think it's very interesting stuff that happens in the middle really doesn't happen not even the middle like 90 percent of that film does not happen and yeah that as a viewer <laughs> I feel like they don't respect my time when they do stuff like that um, and I can I can see that but I know for me and maybe it's all the A24 movies and stuff but I do enjoy a plot that kind of subverts what my expectations are I am not going to sit here and tell you that Donnie Darko is the greatest time travel movie of all time that belongs to Back to the Future and no one shall ever take its spot. Yeah, that's fair. But I do like it because it avoids a lot of the mess. Like, think about the event, like the Avengers Infinity War 2 movie thing, like when they go back. Like, it gets so fucking messy. Like, time travel can be really messy. And I felt like in this, by them being like, only Donnie realized what's going on. And so he resets the clock. I, I thought that was interesting. And I, I do think that this movie scratched an itch. And after having watched a lot of indie movies, in some indie horror, like as people know, me and you did not like St. Maud, nor yeah. did we like House of the Devil. So, like, yeah. we kind of not enjoyed that. Um, I think this kind of set a stone for me that I didn't even realize at the time that, like, I enjoy an interesting kind of movie that's fair um to me interesting yeah i so it kind of sucks because going into this like i haven't seen this movie in probably 11 years um 11 12 years oh my god yeah that's how old i am i don't think i'm gonna watch it again for a long time oh i I can i can tell you until somebody else makes me watch this movie literally the only time i've ever seen this movie is when somebody says okay we have to watch this movie (laughs) 
And that's what happened It fits here. in well with Alan Wake. Give me credit. Without having ever played Alan Wake, it fits that similar vibe. Yes, it does. I agree. Finding notes from, yeah. Without ever having played that game, I, I think. No, I absolutely agree. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it sucks because I obviously have like preconceived notions going into Donnie Darko. Yeah, of course. And I was hoping, yeah. I was, I was hoping I was just like wrong. A revelation. And, oh boy, was I even crying. more right than I thought I was. Yeah, I just okay. Uh, it's okay. Okay, you we'll don't have to, it. again. You do not have to justify it to me, because I, I we all have different opinions and like, no, no, I, I know your opinion. I and just it's fine. I also really do not like that. Literally, everybody in this movie is just a giant fucking asshole. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love, everyone fucking sucks. Like, like everybody. Just when you think someone has like a good quality, like they end up like the teacher, right? It's like, oh, like Drew Barrymore's character. Like, oh, like they're kind of cool. And then, like, she, like, puts the girl in the spot. She's like, all right, which boy do you find cute to sit next to him? Like, yeah, that's fucking What weird. the fuck are we that doing? That's weird as shit. What the fuck are we doing? What? Yeah. And, like, Seth Rogen's character, the other douchebag, and, like. Well, that's what, so that's the thing is, like, I, if Johnny Jarko is supposed to be our, like, antagonist, or I guess, like, anti-antagonist in this case. You have to give him like some redeeming quality. I just like I. It sucks because I also do like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I don't know how you couldn't. Because well, so that's the thing. This was the first thing I ever saw him in. So for the longest mine time, day after mine was day after tomorrow. Oh no, I don't think I've ever fight, actually fighting the pole, fighting the polar wolves. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> well, it's so stupid. The issue is, is after I saw this movie, I was like, no, I do not like that guy. I don't like... And, and then you saw Brokeback Mountain, and then you were back in. What's that? And then you saw Brokeback Mountain, and then you were I right saw, back I in. I haven't actually seen that movie either. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I I despise his character so much that it actually made I me despise him. the actor. I wanted years. to be him so fucking bad, Justin. I was in love with, oh, like, just... his edgelord talking back to the person, just being a smartass. Oh, like, I telling that woman to shove the book up her ass, like... <sighs> oh, we're man. we're gonna vary wildly in scores. I feel like this whole time. So for me, um, I thought it held up. I had a great time. It took me back to a lot of high school feelings. Uh, I gave plot a nine and a half. Oh my god! Wow, I'm so happy I went so low. Um, it brought me back to high school as well. The parts I did not enjoy, I gave it a two. <laughs> This is going to be fun. Okay. Cinematography. Okay. You list some movies. What are some movies that came out in 2001? So we can compare CGI. Dude, the CGI in this movie is so fucking bad. Uh, <laughs> it had a small budget, so that could possibly be why. Uh, Spirits Within was fully CG. <sighs> I love that movie. I, I will stand by it. Jason X. Had some great fucking CG kills. We haven't gotten that yet, but I think we can. We both know this looked better than that. Well, I don't know. Thirteen Ghosts. Ooh, we haven't done that movie yet. No, and I don't know why. That's huh. a fucking scary movie. That is a fucking terrifying movie. We should just fucking do that movie. <laughs> we should maybe, <laughs> maybe instead of the game, we can do that. Instead of a, the, a game? The game you mentioned. What was the game I mentioned? 
the the dating sim. Oh yeah, whatever. I'm cool with fucking. Or we can whatever. do both. We'll do both in the same episode. Oh dude, I I actually had to play through the dating sim today to get some footage. It take it takes like an hour to beat that thing. It's super easy. Oh perfect. We'll do both then. We'll do it, both that. It day. is a lot funner than I thought. Um, a lot more fun. Sorry. Uh, Jeepers Creepers, which has a lot of does have a lot of baggage behind it, but you can't deny yeah. that it does it. It does. I loved look it. Good. A brother, brother and sister, and man, Fellowship just... of the Ring. There was uh, Jimmy okay, Neutron. Okay, your point's, fucking... all right, your point's made. The CGI of this movie is not good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fucking good. It's horrible. I, however, I enjoy how it looks a lot of the time, Justin. I like how it definitely feels like it's taking place in the 80s. I like the way it frames Donnie Darko in a lot of the scenes that he's in like, yeah. i feel like i i just I, I like the vibe it feels like it could have came out around the same time as like the breakfast club or some of those okay. like, john hughes movies it has that vibe to it maybe it's the lower budget about it but it even like when the mirror <laughs> thing water mirror because it doesn't look good uh-uh. or like the, the water wormhole. stream yeah yeah I will get it to you. It does not look good. And it definitely kind of takes away from it. And I think that this is like the weakest category of the whole movie. Um, I love... I don't know how they came up with it, but Frank the Rabbit, I think, is just awesome. I like all the throwbacks and the callbacks to like all the different things that are going to happen or could happen. Like the eyeball thing and him finding that wallet and the teacher talking about that book about burning down the house. And then he burns down the house and discovers a pedophile like there's a lot of things that i feel like upon rewatches you find um but no this is definitely the weakest part it's a first time filmmaker what do you what do you expect yeah and kind of to go to the whole pretentious thing you know random shots of ba- of like backyards and skies for nothing uh that stuff bug- bugs me but i i also have been on record saying i do not like artsy fartsy films and that's what this film felt like it was trying to be to me specifically in the cinematography is like it was trying to take these weird angle trying to like capture these weird angles or like i wasn't even the one who called out the random shot of a backyard before it went to something completely different it was actually michelle so i don't feel oh really yeah she was like why the fuck is there just a random shot of a backyard and now we're back here so I, I feel okay about that. I feel a little bit better that I'm not crazy here. But, yeah, I, I I agree. The CGI looks real bad and, like, really er, very early on cheap CGI, which it was. But yeah, it still it looks it, it, it still looks bad. Um, yeah, I do I agree can't that, sit here and knock some of, the, like, the kills and the stuff we've seen in other movies and not knock this. Like, exactly. It doesn't look good. And I do agree that, like, Frank does look, like, cool from, like... Super creepy. Well, see, he doesn't look creepy to me. Because now seeing it, I'm like, mm, that yeah, that does not look... It, like, it looks cool. But they, like, focus too much on his face, where I think it would have been cooler if they, like, shadowed it out a little more. Um, okay, okay. But no, I, 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 I do agree that it, like, it has its moments, but... It feels like that 80... It feels like an 80s movie. It does. It does, yes. But, man, that's fucking cgi and they spend so much time on that goddamn water wall 
right, I gave it a six and a half. I gave it a four. All right, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, nothing negative to say about audio. I think it's fantastic. I love every single performance. I love how they're all fucking cunts to each other and they just all suck. I think the soundtrack is amazing, capped off by the Gary Jules Mad World, which I listen to constantly. Gears of War fucking use it for a trailer oh, yeah. at some point. Like, oh, I, I, I will 100% agree with you that the soundtrack for this, while not in my own musical tastes, is amazing. It's, it's probably like, one of the best all-around soundtracks we've done on the show. Well, okay. Think, uh, all, all around? I... I Hold your horse. I'm not saying scores. I'm saying soundtrack, like the songs they picked for those scenes. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a saying big 80s fan though. So yeah, exactly. And one of my favorite bands, Devil Driver, is in the second Resident Evil movie. So fucking hold your horses. <laughs> hey, Marilyn did the score for the first one, and Slipknot's in the second one too, as well as the first one. Yeah, it's true. So hold your horses. <laughs> I won't say all around, but I do. I will say it does fit the movie very well. As for performances i have already said how much uh jake gyllenhaal's performance uh i wanted to be him so goddamn bad so many points where he's just like grumpily looking into the camera and i'm like you fucking need to get smacked upside the head i wanted to be i don't have words to describe how bad i wanted to be bad at school and not listen to authority and stop playing sports he wasn't bad at school though he was not bad at school either, but I would have missed one day in my entire fucking career because <laughs> I wasn't allowed to be sick. Thanks, Dad, for that one. That was a fucking weird trophy I threw away when I was cleaning out that spare bedroom. Thirteen <laughs> years perfect attendance, f- fucking whippy. Wonder how many poor bastards I got sick for that. But no, I loved it. He's such a fucking pouty bitch, and I was just there uh, for it. I hated it, but I do agree the soundtrack is good. All right, I gave it a ten. I gave it a five. I'm biased as hell. I gave it a five. Soundtrack was good. <laughs> All right, I lied. Uh, this movie isn't scary. Oh God, no! It is. It is thought provoking. It is well. Well, for some of us. Thought for some of us. <laughs> uh, it's. I, I like how it makes me think. I like how it resets the clock. I like like finding the book that was written by the crazy old lady, and she's like, we don't even know her whole deal. Like it's just very fucking weird. Yeah, like half written characters, like one note characters. I know, man, it's very strange. <laughs> but it's definitely not scary. No, I did give it a full point though for Frank the Rabbit because I do find that visage scary. I did not give it any points for that because I do not find him scary. <laughs> I he has like super big dumb plastic teeth, and it's very clear. <laughs> All right, I give How Scary a two. I give it a one. Oh, man. At some point, I will look and see if this is our most... Uh, this has to the, be. Uh, split. Uh, I gave it a 70. You gave it a 30 overall. So together, it's 100. Together? It's a, <laughs> hey, it'll be easy to divide. <laughs> so for plot, I gave it a 9.5. You gave it a 2. For cinematography, I gave it a 6.5. You gave it a 4. For audio, I gave it a 10. You gave it a 5. And for How Scary, I gave it a 2. You gave it a 1. That gives it a Here's Johnny final score of a 50. Which Justin said, easy to divide. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, this makes me sad. It's tied with things that are just not good. Uh, Justin, it is tied with 
Three from Hell. Okay. The sequel to Devil's Rejects that never needed to happen. Yeah. And oh yeah, you and Rachel reviewed that, and then I did out of my own volition decided it. to watch it, and it was garbage. Fucking terrible. And Death Stranding. Another game I really did not like. <laughs> Below it, film wise of the forty nine, we have Resident Evil Afterlife. Don't ask me which one that is because I can't remember. Afterlife, I believe, is the fourth one. Now I have. What's what? Okay, what happens in it? I, I don't okay. know the order. I just need to know what okay. happens in the it. Is it the desert one? No, is it the, the clone desert one? The one is three, which is Extinction. So what's the one that they take place in the gym with a guy who I keep thinking is Jensen Eccles playing Chris Redfield, but it's the, not the a gym. Uh, it's a jail. Oh, a jail. I believe that's the fifth one. I don't know what it's called. I think the fourth one is the one that starts in Tokyo. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm saying that before okay. I say that. Resident Evil Afterlife. Um, the following extension plot leads your deadly assault on Umbrella HQ in Tokyo. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, and then does it go to the Chris, is, is Chris Redfield in it? Yes, this is Okay, the so it's that one. It's the one where I keep thinking it's just so we Neckle, both right. Not. Yes. Yes. Uh, just like with Mission Impossible 2. Um, <laughs> the, the films above it, others, there's two, Godzilla vs. Kong, the 2021 film, and Pet Cemetery, our worst episode that we ever did. Man, I still regret that, but I don't ever want to go back and watch that movie again to re-record never. it. <laughs> that will never ever ever happen justin okay justin we are going to well we i'm going to play some bumper music here for this review and then we are going to head on into the closing don't ask me what you know is true Don't have to tell you I love your precious heart I I was standing You were there Two worlds collided And they could never tear us apart Everyone, next week we will be reviewing, not reviewing, more like a discussion, I guess. Yes. Uh, Alan Wake, American Nightmare, and the Control DLC. I have a question. Have um, you started any uh, of those? No. I told you, I barely played Final Fantasy VIII, and all that requires me to do is run around and turn monsters into cars. So, if I, I can suggest something. Please. I did start the Alan Wake DLC for Control. Okay. Play American Nightmare first. That was my plan, just to kind of continue it. So I'm happy to know that I was on the right path. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So that's what's up next. Uh, hopefully everyone stays scary. Any last thoughts, Justin, before we leave Donnie Darko for another 15 years? 15 years? I'm never watching this fucking thing again if I don't have to. <laughs> I'm going to send it to Griff. Say, uh, be like this for your Fuck. <laughs> All right, we're going to head on out of here. Patriots, stick around. I have some quizzes for Justin. And until next time, stay scary.
The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny Podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers, so head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.